Hello everybody, welcome again to the King's International Spiritual Care University. I am Pastor Deborah, and we, yes all of you, we're here in the garden, the place of spiritual teaching for you, for your spirit and your soul. And we are in another basic class that Pastor Deborah had to learn about so she could help people the Lord's way. Remember, Pastor Deborah had been a licensed clinical mental health counselor, yeah, for 10 years. And I didn't know how to help people the Lord's way, but he was going to help me. He put me through his King's International Spiritual Care University through basic courses, intermediate courses, and advanced courses. And I am still taking them today. Here in the King's International Spiritual Care University, I am working you, the student, the disciple, not of me, but of him, and his word through what he took me through. What I had to learn to help people like you, the little spirits, yes. I had to learn new ways of helping people. And he put me through school with tests and trials that are called attacks. Yeah. And I either passed or failed. If I failed, I took the classes again. I was in the Word, in church, listening, learning, and growing. These are the basic, basic classes everyone must know about and must study. In fact, I just, I think I sent, I don't, not quite sure yet, an email to a young pastor in Uganda. He wanted to know about curses within his tribe. There's a lot of orphans, widows, death. The land is not producing. And I had to remind him that there are curses upon people, through people, on the land, through the land. Yeah, from our words, our deeds, from our ancestors. I actually told him I haven't put it up on the website yet. A study about Abraham and Noah. Yeah, especially Noah cursing his grandson. Yeah, not pretty. And about how the land after Cain killed and murdered Abel, the land which the physical body is made up of, cursed mm -hmm. Cain. Yeah, it wasn't going to produce anymore its bountiful harvest for this person. In all of its descendants. Mm -hmm. Did you know Pastor Deborah when she began getting tested. She used to break off curses off of a person. For four generations back. Back all the way to Adam. And boy did the enemy of that show up in that person against Pastor Deborah. It was rock and roll time. Because the things that are there spiritually to enforce a curse follow the pattern 
of blessings. So you have to study blessings and curses and how they are enacted, what enforces them, and how they run through the generations. Yeah, that was just this morning. So I'll get that up as quick as I can. I'll also put it up in the intermediate, maybe, classes. Curses are vital. Because they are still in operation until they're broken. And the enforcers of the curse or curses are cast out, thrown out. And all the soul ties and the connections back 10,000 or more generations are broken. But in today's class, basic, the ancient heart... We're picking up where we left off. We had just finished lesson number five of the basic ancient heart. Lucifer, the beauty who became a beast. Satan, the adversary of God and all of God's kingdom, all of God's beauty and glory. We were working through him. Because he is the other basic ancient heart you must know about. Most of humanity does not believe he's real or that he exists. Because that would just be not right. That would be a horrendous belief to have. Some people, though, do know he is real. They work for him as a priest. As a servant, all of humanity, when they are born in the womb of a woman, are made in his image and after his likeness. And they carry his DNA until that child is born again by the blood of Jesus Christ, resurrected into a new creature. But as long as that new creature's soul and spirit remain in ignorance, darkness, and has not been renewed, transformed into the new mind, which is the mind of Christ, the mind of the anointed word, the king of the kingdom of heaven. It will remain ignorant of these curses and ignorant of this basic ancient heart because most people don't want to believe That this Satan is real. That he could have entry and ownership of them. And still be influencing them. They don't want to believe that. But it is true. Pastor Deborah's worked with many a wonderful Christian. Who still have these things of this Satan's kingdom in them. Curses still running their life. And they are totally ignorant that it's going on. They might name a baby after an ancestor. Mm -hmm. Or an animal. Mm -hmm. And they have no idea why there's so much famine. And the earth is acting up the way it is. They've not studied the earth. The land. The place we were to be rulers over and manage and control. They've not studied it. And they don't know our relationship to it, with it, and how the earth was originally to be for us. 
So in ignorance, a lot of things continue on and man is trying to solve them, but they're not getting anywhere. That's right. So in this class, about a beauty becoming a beast, Lucifer becoming Satan, we were working through some scriptures of Ezekiel 28, 12 through 21. This is where God was talking through the prophet in the Old Testament, and his name was Ezekiel. God was speaking through him to the spirit man in this king of Tyrus, which was a port city, and to the demonic king in there, Satan. He was talking to both of them. Long ago, God told Pastor Deborah, you want to know what humanity began as and what happened to them? Study this basic ancient heart. Study Lucifer, the light bearer. Study him and how he changed into a beast and became defiled and cast out of this presence of God. So I had to learn about me, that's you guys, by studying him. And he was the fallen nature that all of humanity who are conceived by an egg and a sperm in a woman's womb or a petri dish and starts forming the physical body to hold the spirit. In that conception, the genes of the human have been changed, perverted. They're not pure and holy anymore. The systems and the law is still there. And when that heart starts beating, the spirit has come in. Mm -hmm. But the spirit also was changed. It was all inside of Adam, and all inside of his helpmate called woman, the wound man. Mm -hmm. So biological DNA changed, perverted, twisted, defiled. Mm -hmm. And the spiritual. Because when the spiritual comes in, it is one with the flesh. And it sinks down into this darkness. It's covered over like the little seed covered in a sheath. We'll see if you've ever seen an apple seed. It's got a brown skin under it. It's covered. The nutrients inside are all covered up, hidden. And in humanity, it's called the miry clay, darkness and ignorance. It's covered in a foreskin, a veil of flesh. So the spirit is one. It's married to the soul. That was done back in early days in Genesis. That's another basic teaching on marriage. Yeah. About the spirit and the soul. But this basic class about the ancient heart, Lucifer, becoming Satan, the adversary of God, that's where we're at right now. We are in Ezekiel 28. We finished up with verse number 15. And we were talking to both of these guys. God was getting a two for one. 
when he was speaking. So let's begin. But before we pick up, let's always start with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for those that you have brought here today, here in the garden, where you teach, and you teach this little spirit so they can take this information back to their soul. We thank you for your Holy Spirit who's moving on and through Pastor Deborah's words, for they are your words, not Pastor Deborah's, and that they will learn to hear your voice and to see your mind and to have your heart, and that they will learn about you, about your adversary and theirs, Satan, the adversary of God. And they will learn what happened to him and what you had to do towards this that happened towards you and what happened to them. We thank you for all the help of the Holy Spirit, your holy teacher of the kingdom of heaven, to bring us this kingdom of heaven information that is vital for us to help people the Lord's way. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. All right, let's begin. Verse number 16. Lucifer, O king of Tyrus, as a wound is defiled, broken. It is something that was normal, whole, and became broken. Not working like it should have been. Of the mountain, this wound in the mountain, in your heart, in your mind, that I could hear the murder and the violence that was in there towards me, he says. In your high place, way up in your thoughts and your chambers, where my kingdom is to be ruling, where I sit on the throne of you, Lucifer, where my authority and dominion are to be ruling you, O Lucifer, where my throne room is inside of you, that's right, where my seat of glory should be shining out through you, my intimate presence and glory. But something changed in you, a wound of pride, arrogance, haughtiness, jealousy, and envy became, and it came into you and started overthrowing me within you. And I, the Lord, will destroy you. O covering cherub. That meant you were this cherub with these wings and this light. You covered my presence. You can see that on the Ark of the Testament. Where these two angels cover the presence of the Lord with their wings like this. You may not be able to get it right. That's what Satan was one of his tasks. Was to cover the presence, the glory of God. Protect it bow to it worship it and serve it for it was the almighty thing and one not him and he says you were there O covering cherubim in the very midst the very center the very heart of me the very heart of the stones where I speak out of where I talk through where I glisten out of the very place of worship Praise and prayers. You were there. They were the my stones of fire. 
And I created you to be there, O covering cherub. That was a great place to be in for Lucifer. He was not a son. He was just a servant. He did not have the fire. They were not his stones. It was not his presence. He was to protect. So jealousy, coveting. You see that a lot in this thing called the Eye of Sauron in the Lord of the Rings. The master who serves no one. Mm -hmm. That is what Lucifer became. Desiring to take over all of Middle Earth, put everything of goodness and kindness under subjection and only evil and darkness and viciousness like the orcs, which they say were had been elves and had the dark lord had taken them and perverted them. They became orcs. That's a great visual to see a basic heart, Satan himself. Yeah. Middle earth also represents a lot of what goes on inside of us, in our spirit, in our soul, and on the earth itself. Verse number 17 of Ezekiel 28. Your heart, your mind, your deep thoughts, the very chambers of your heart, your inner lands, your place, where you think only you know what's going on. The place that you think is hidden from everybody, even from me. The place of your concepts. The place of your ideas and thoughts. The place where it was to be my holy of holies within you. Did you know every human has the same chambers? The same holy of holies in our spirit. Yeah. That's what Pastor Deborah learned about us. I studied Lucifer and how he was created a beautiful creature. And he had chambers. And there was a throne room in his spiritual mind. To help you see this, I want to tell you a quick story. True story about how I was learning about this ancient heart and the throne room inside of a spirit. I was working with a young lady named Candy. She had been very high in the multi-generational Satanist lineage. She was to marry a high priest. And out of her, because she had Jewish heritage, would come one of the Antichrist that were to come. Now, I didn't know this at first. But it was all revealed as I'm working with her. And what happened one night, God had told me I was to go in. And I'm going to do some deliverance in the throne room of candy. Because there were two kings sitting there. One was named Samaras the queen and Ahab. That is a story right out of the Bible. A lot of them have a king and a queen. But really, the king is very weak, pliable, after lust of the flesh. Not really, he's into a little bit of power. But the queen was the spiritual source 
behind it. The powerhouse, so to speak. We see that in the story with Ahab and Samaras. I think that's right. Well, maybe that's not right. Let me take that back. That was not Samaras. That was, or this was Jezebel. Ahab and Jezebel. Jezebel was a high priest, not of the Jewish thing. And this Ahab married her anyway. Beautiful lady. And in the Bible, they talked about how Ahab was very sensual, just wanted whatever he wanted. But he was kind of weak, didn't know how to get it. But Jezebel did. So Ahab wanted a vineyard of somebody else's so that he could have all the wine he wanted. Well, he was kind of weak. We see that in a lot of presidents. Wishy-washy, can be seduced, easily seduced by property, houses, women, sex, gold, whatever. But he's not the power source. They have the desire, but they need, in this story, was a powerful high priestess, the female Jezebel. And what she did was she went to this farmer and just took it, took the land, and gave it to Ahab. So in Candy's case, I was going to go spiritually or taken into her spiritual throne room up here. And when I got there, there were two of them, the king and the queen. And God ordered me to tell those things to undress. And they undressed. It wasn't easy. Well, they weren't of human shape and form that Candy believed them to be. A high king and high queen that was a priestess. No, they deceived her spirit. Mm-hmm. They were really demonic beings, sort of looking like T-Rexes of the dinosaur characters. And they were ordered to leave Candy, cast out. Oh, Ahab, he went pretty quick, but Jezebel was not going to go. It was a fight. It refused to leave the throne room in Candy. Because as long as something else, as in Lucifer becoming Satan, is sitting in the throne room of your spirit, God's word cannot be the king of your spirit. And the Holy Spirit cannot sit there and reflect out the king's word to the spirit. Pastor Deborah had to get some help. So I had to call in the powerful archangel, Michael, the warring archangel. He came down with some of his, and they lassoed that thing that was roaring, that was had covered itself in an illusion, had put a spell on candy, concealment, thinking it was a female, a beautiful one, by, by the way, and they had to drag that thing out of Candy's spirit. And at the end, I always said, you will leave Candy's. You will never return to her land called Candy. That means the spirit or the soul. Because then God sent in his wind and fire. And it burned through the spiritual throne room. Destroyed it all. And then sent in the water of the word, washed it and cleansed it. And then new throne came in. 
the Holy Spirit was able to sit there as the Word of God and shine out to Candy's spirit. Pastor Deborah had to learn a lot about kings and battles and thrones and castles and strongholds. I watch a lot of those kind of movies. I have to know about kings and thrones. Mm -hmm. The Old Testament is excellent to study. Kingdoms and kings. Then when this Christ Jesus come along, he tells Pilate, I am a king and my kingdom is not from down here on this earth. It's from can you see Pilate going? Huh. Okay. Kings and kingdom. We're dealing with the king and the kingdom. We're dealing with thrones. We're dealing inside the spirit. Yeah. So these were some of the classes Pastor Deborah was put through. So this God in Ezekiel say, I am going to go in and destroy this wound, this defilement. That's in my throne. That's taken my place. In you, Lucifer. And once I got this, I could understand it in candy. Mm -hmm. And in every human like all of you. What? You guys all want whatever's not supposed to be in your throne room? You want it cast out like I did candy? Okay, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, those that are here or that watch this, that want their the throne room in their spirit to be cleansed of this wound, of these things, these deceptions that bring curses and lies and death to their spirit and are taking your place, your word of God's place. Father, they want them out as you did in candy. Father, cast them out of that throne room and out of the land of their spirit, soul, and physical body as you did candy and cleanse it with your fire as you would a wound. Cauterize it. Then send in your antiseptic and your beauty. Then bring in your throne and put your Holy Spirit who carries your word of life and truth and beauty of the kingdom of heaven. Sit your word as the king in their throne, in their spirit. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. Make it so, Father, so they will believe in your word, your stories, your truth, what you put Pastor Deborah through. They will have great belief that your word is true. Thank you, thank you, Father. Do it here, and when they watch it again, do it again. Father, they are your people. This is your work that you sent your son to do. That you trained Pastor Deborah to help people the Lord's way. This is your way. Cast out those other gods. Cast out the adversary that sits on their throne of their spirit. Has set up his kingdom. Cast them out. Break the curses. The name of Jesus. Wonderful. You will feel different. You, some of you, when you get back, you might feel sick or something. Candy usually would be knocked out. Her spirit would be just so afraid that she couldn't be there in battle. Sort of like when you go into surgery and they put you under anesthesia. 
They anesthetize you. They put you to sleep to do the work. Something like that. All right, let's keep going. Now remember what had happened in Lucifer. He started changing and taking God out, putting himself in his own place. The place that was God's high place within Lucifer's heart, his mind, that was just to be for God, for God's light and glory. He's Satan, he is becoming, he is through lust, he is deceiving himself. Lust started blinding him. Coveting started blinding I want what that guy has. I want to be him. I want what he has. I don't want to serve anybody. I don't want to bow to nothing. I am the one that everyone should bow to. He became full of pride. It's all about me. I am the one that should be the boss, so to speak. He had pride for himself. Me only. I. Anytime I talk to people and I hear I, me, that's Satan talking. That's right. Me first and foremost. So Lucifer's deep heart, his thoughts, his imaginations, his desires were changing, mutating. He had cast out his God, his creator. And he was developing and molding and shaping and graving himself to sit on his throne within him. He cast away God's honor. Said, you will honor me. He cast away God's praise. Said, everybody will praise me. Everybody will bow and worship me. They will give me thanksgiving. They will say, I created them. I desire to be creator. And he did become one. That's what happened to all of humanity. And this earth we live on naturally. It is the image, the likeness of Satan. It has death in it. We see that. So this Lucifer, we don't know how long it took. He had thoughts. God sees our thoughts. He hears our thoughts, even though we don't know it. And he sees what's getting created in there. And here in Ezekiel, he's telling this Satan inside this king of Tyre, I saw all that. I saw you replace me. Made yourself creator. Made yourself Lord. Made yourself the owner of everything. Made yourself king of this kingdom. Master and almighty one. The everlasting the Father, the very source of all light. You did that. You took everything of mine and and stole it, desired it, lusted for it, covered it, said, it's mine and that's who I am. You took my knowledge and wisdom I gave you, he said, and you perverted it and you twisted it. You took my power and dominion and authority. All that is me, And all that is owed to me, you took it, Lucifer, for yourself. For it belonged to me and me alone. Ezekiel is telling both the spirit man inside of the king of Tyrus and Satan who's there. That belonged to me. You robbed me. 
You stole from me things that were not yours to have. Your thoughts and desires and feelings lusted and coveted and desires what I was and had, but they were not yours. You did this with a deep desire, and you took. You knew, and inside here, you formed your own kingdom with you on it, your own throne with you. To help you just a little bit understand, let's look at the word lusted, coveted, and desire. And they're defined by Webster's Dictionary as lust. Number one, pleasure and delight. Number two, personal inclination. Now remember what had happened in Lucifer. He started changing and taking God out, putting himself in his own place. The place that was God's high place within Lucifer's heart, his mind, that was just to be for God, for God's light and glory. He's Satan. He is becoming. He is through lust. He is deceiving himself. Lust started blinding him. Coveting started blind. I want what that guy is. I want to be him. I want what he has. I don't want to serve anybody. I don't want to bow to nothing. I am the one that everyone should bow to. He became full of pride. It's all about me. I am the one that should be the boss, so to speak. He had pride for himself. Me only. I. Anytime I talk to people and I hear I, me, that's Satan talking. That's right. Me first and foremost. So Lucifer's deep heart, his thoughts, his imaginations, his desires were changing, mutating. He had cast out his God, his creator. And he was developing and molding and shaping and graving himself to sit on his throne within him. He cast away God's honor. Said, you will honor me. He cast away God's praise. Said, everybody will praise me. Everybody will bow and worship me. They will give me thanksgiving. They will say, I created them. I desire to be creator. And he did become one. That's what happened to all of humanity. And this earth we live on naturally. It is the image, the likeness of Satan. It has death in it. We see that. So this Lucifer, we don't know how long it took. He had thoughts. God sees our thoughts. He hears our thoughts, even though we don't know it. And he sees what's getting created in there. And here in Ezekiel, he's telling this Satan inside this king of Tyre, I saw all that. I saw you replace me. Made yourself creator. Made yourself Lord. Made yourself the owner of everything. Made yourself king of this kingdom. Master and almighty one. The everlasting 
the Father, the very source of all light. You did that. You took everything of mine and and stole it, desired it, lusted for it, covered it, said, it's mine and that's who I am. You took my knowledge and wisdom I gave you, he said, and you perverted it and you twisted it. You took my power and dominion and authority. All that is me and all that is owed to me, you took it, Lucifer, for yourself. For it belonged to me and me alone. Ezekiel is telling both the spirit man inside of the king of Tyrus and Satan who's there. That belonged to me. You robbed me. You stole from me things that were not yours to have. Your thoughts and desires and feelings lusted and coveted and desires what I was and had, but they were not yours. You did this with a deep desire, and you took. You knew, and inside here, you formed your own kingdom with you on it, your own throne with you, to help you just a little bit understand. Let's look at the word a lusted, coveted, and desire. And they're defined by Webster's Dictionary as lust. Number one, pleasure and delight. Number two, personal inclination. Number three, a wish. Number four, usually intense or unbridled, unchecked, unrestrained desire. Number five, lasciviousness. Six, an intense longing. Number seven, craving. An addiction, bondage. Eight, an intense desire or need. Nine, crave. The word coveted is defined by Webster's Dictionary. I'm looking down, so if you see me, that's what I'm reading. Is to one, to wish for enviously, with envy. Two, to desire what belongs to another. Three, to feel deep desire for what belongs to another. Four, desires of wealth and possessions of another. Five, Having a craving for possessions could be positions, houses, jewelry, food, stuff, people, animals, anything, money. Mm -hmm. Maybe even so much possessed and craving be the leader of a nation, president, prime minister, for life, king or queen. No. Or maybe to such a craving for Accolades like through Oscars or Tony Awards or uh, stars on the walk, the Hall of Fame. Who knows? That's all of Satan's nature. Yeah. When you see it, Satan's nature is at work. Some of the synonyms include one, greed, stresses lack of restraint and often indiscriminate in desires. Two, eagerness to possess 
and keep things of others or to get. So here we go. You, Lucifer, now a beast, now an adversary of God, of me, God is saying. You lusted and coveted for what was not yours to have. You wanted to be me, a God, a self-sustaining master who serves no one. But you did not know or understand that I did serve something. For long before I even created you or brought you forth into existence, I put my own self, the Lord is telling him, under my word. I put my word, my own thoughts, as a crown over my head, above my own name. And we see that in Psalms 138.2. For you have magnified, lifted up, made supreme law. The Lord, the ruler, the master, the king above all your name and your nature. Your word. Even above your name. Lucifer didn't know that. That God had done that. That he had even submitted himself to his own word, his own thoughts. Because God knew in the long ages to come, he was going to have to remember that word and submit to it. And so he placed his word, his thoughts, his eye, up here on the throne of himself above his own name. Yeah. And we'll learn a lot more about the word, which is another basic teaching. And we will learn a lot more about this in another basic teaching when we get to the word as king. But Satan, who had had been Lucifer, did not know this when this was going on. God held a lot back from his creatures. If you have ever been a mother or a father or and then a child... Your parents don't tell you everything about the world that they know is truth. They don't tell you all the laws. They just want you to be obedient. So God did the same thing with his creatures he created. I give you all this wonderful stuff. I give you life and creation. Just do your job. Don't disobey. He didn't tell them about putting his word above his name on the throne of his life. And he would bow to it and serve it. So even this God that Lucifer believed was serving no one. This God was serving his word. And had placed it as a crown above his head. Yeah. And that ends this teaching for today. Of the basic and ancient heart. A beauty becoming a beast. Lucifer becoming Satan. We're working through Ezekiel 28 can't remember what the scriptures were and we just started seeing how lusting coveting begins to change inside the spirit the throne room where the word of god is to rule lucifer began there so did all of humanity and we all fell into disgrace defilement we're all kicked out of god's presence Until the word could come back and solve the problem. 
steps. But let's end here with another prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you once again for teaching us just a little bit more from your word. The Old Testament prophet Ezekiel. And how you are speaking to Satan, who had been the light bearer, the son of the morning, the first age, Lucifer. And you were now speaking to him, reminding him of what he had been and what his future would be. And you were reminding him who was God, creator and Lord. And you were also speaking to the spirit man inside of the king of Tyrus, which was representative of all of humanity. For all of humanity needs to hear that we too had been a beauty in our days of creation. And we became a beast. We became the image and likeness of Satan himself. And we are the very adversaries of God until we can be killed on a cross and resurrected a new creature spiritually and get a new mind spiritually and a new soul helpmate spiritually and then eventually the physical body becomes an immortal body and after you do a lot of deliverance work and a lot of death must occur within each of us as you have done today to set these spiritual captives free in your throne room where the usurper and the other sit. We thank you for Candy's story of how you set her free from these kings and queens in her throne room of her spirit. We thank you. And now we ask that you be with these here in the garden and that when they return home, you complete your work of setting the captives free and that their spiritual throne room of their heart will have the word of God sitting there. What? Some of you don't, you need to have that throne room created? Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask all those that are here or see that, that do not know you yet, and have not been birthed again from the cross through the word of God, through believing in your son who you sent, Christ Jesus, that you will birth them anew, make them a brand new creature, and while you do that, cast out of their old thrones that old evil Satan and his kings and queens that they have held in their life, or your word of God is not on the throne. We thank you, Father, that your work to bring all of humanity back into the kingdom, back into the family, that you will take one more little step with these here today, that they will come to know you, not only as king and creator, but then as father, Abba. And they will learn that the word is their big brother. And they will learn that they too are a part of the family of the word. With all authority and dominion on earth as you are in heaven. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. All right, everybody. I will see you next time. In the next part 
a basic ancient art. We got a lot to go through. I'm slowly working through all my notes for us. But until then, you be safe and you study and you learn. Love. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening and watching this video. It is an honor and a pleasure to have you stopped by today and watch. This is Pastor Deborah, and I hope you come again and watch many, many more videos and learn and grow spiritually and hear how she has helped people spiritually the Lord's way for many, many years. Come again. Watch another one. And we welcome you to be a subscriber to the channel, to make comments, and if you wish to contact Pastor Deborah, please email her at her email address for the ministry at Pastor Deborah at Agape Love is here dot org. You can also see these videos on Twitter and on the website in the many different sections that they are put into. Enjoy, and it was once again an honor to have you watch and listen. Thank you, and come again to another video of Agape Love, Love is Here Ministries, a ministry of helping people the Lord's way that Pastor Deborah has been doing for many, many years. Love always and forever, Pastor Deborah.